Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Palumbo. With me is James Austin Johnson, and welcome to the Macaroni Zone, the podcast that feels like eating some curly fries and ketchup on the hood of your car. Yum. Maybe you're with someone you love. Maybe you're alone. But yeah. you know who is there? Those curly fries. Those curly fries. Maybe you're at Jack in the Box. You got a munchy meal because you're drunk as hell, <laughs> and they gave you the half and half straight fries and curly fries. What's? Have you ever had a munchy meal? No, I, I, I. Hey, Don't. listen, folks, you're not listening to the Doughboys. I'm sorry I'm going to go into the munchy meal at Jack in the Box. We're in a more elevated podcast with the food and everything. <laughs> a munchy meal starts at 9 p.m. at Jack in the Box. And um, I think you pay a ridiculous sum for a large amount of food. You pay like $6, and they have four entrees that are only available 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. or something. Okay. And uh, it comes with... Entree, sandwich, um, half and half fries, curly and straight fries, two tacos. It blows my mind that Jack in the Box does tacos. And a drink. And yeah, the Jack in the Box, you know the Jack in the Box, you've had it, right? Jack in the Box taco? No. It's iconic. It's It's deep fried. Yeah. It's deep fried and it's like The whole thing or just the shell, right? The whole thing, I think, is is flash fried. And um, the filling is, I want to say the filling is... There's like controversy that it wasn't enough meat content that it was like mostly soy or something, but now that's cool. So right. it's like barely even meat. So it's barely meat, but it's like a slice soy. of American cheese. Okay. And Shred- we're talking about the taco still, right? Yeah, this is the okay. taco. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, okay. there's not just a craft American single in the middle of the <laughs> munchie meal box. But no, the taco is 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 this weird meat spread. Uh, shredded lettuce and American cheese, flash fried, and they give you two of them. They're skinny, little, like crunchy tacos. Yeah, I remember I saw when I used to live in Cypress Park. Yeah, which I was like, I live in Highland Park when I first moved here. I was like, No, no, you don't. <laughs> you live in Cypress. Um, and and uh, they, I always got blasted with advertising near the Jack in the Box. Yeah. I feel like billboards and signs. Uh-huh. I was like, Two tacos? Is it two tacos for ninety nine cents? Yeah, it is. What are you even making off that? <laughs> that means that one taco has to cost like twenty cents to make. I know. It's wow. it's ridiculous, and the munchie meal is like six dollars or something. I want to say, and the entrees, Danny, are insane. So, they're you get to choose an entree. Oh my god, I gotta read you what these, what right. these munchie meal. This is important, and this is this is this is why we do the show. I've eaten most of them, and uh, years ago, n- I mean, after Rod Stewart <laughs> Live, I would. 
I would get this fairly frequently after Rod Stewart. That's a post comedy set, Neil. Oh yeah. Whether you have a good set or a bad set, I think you're kind of looking for some trashy food. If you yeah, it's oh, it's the trashiest. It is the trashiest food. So they had so the stacked grilled cheeseburger. This is a cheeseburger where the top bun is a grilled cheese. So it is the bottom bun still the bottom half of cheeseburger of a burger, but it's a That's sourdough. Three sourdough <laughs> bread slices. The top two sourdough bread slices are a grilled cheese, and then the rest of it is a burger. Okay. Um, they have a sriracha curly fry burger, which I never got. So they put curly fries on the burger with sriracha sauce. Whatever, who gives a shit? Yeah. The one I normally would get was the spicy nacho chicken sandwich, which was again these buttered sourdough slices. Jack in the Box does this sourdough thing nobody else is doing sourdough at a pull-up yeah and and uh so that's like a chicken filet onion rings jalapenos nacho cheese sauce that's the one i would usually get it's the lowest calorie okay that's the lowest that's the lowest lowest calorie calorie. well maybe it's a smaller portion maybe the calories in it oh god I, i it's it doesn't show me and then the best one the best one the one that tastes the best yeah the chicken chicken tater melt which is tater tots, a croissant from breakfast, Come croissant on. sandwich, cross, croissant bun, uh, ranch, a chicken uh, fillet, fried chicken fillet, a uh, tater tot patty from breakfast as well. Got it. And cheese on a croissant. So it's a croissant it ranch. Is, it's like you pulled all those ingredients randomly out of a hat and said, oh, this is our sandwich now. Danny, it's the best one. Is it a croissant and ranch? A croissant and ranch. It's the best one. I'm, it's delicious. I'm an advocate of ranch, but on a, a croissant? croissant? Well, it's barely a croissant, right? It, it's a jack-in-the-box croissant, huh? No. <laughs> it's barely a that's, croissant. That's true. That's true. It's more like a brioche. Yeah, it's more, <laughs> more of a brioche. Not that that's better. Uh, but I would get this munchie meal fairly frequently. I Oh, man, it's kind of fun. And how did, that make you, how did that make you feel? I would try not to eat all of it. I would try to pick around. You're like, it. oh, you're like my dad. Where like, I'll if I'm staying with my parents. Yeah. The next morning, I'm like, why is there a bag of McDonald's in here from yeah. yesterday? What are you doing? Yeah. Saving fast food. I'm gonna reheat a egg McMuffin no, in no. the microwave oh, the next day. No, Come I wouldn't on. save it. I wouldn't no, save I it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can get a thirteen or fourteen hundred calorie meal if you only eat. You know, seven hundred. But they would give you it. half and half regular fries and curly. And half and half regular fries and curly. That I feel was like part. This how, is this how, is a stoner appealing meal. Well, That's it's, called, it's called the Munchie Meal. It's right? the Munchie Meal, and it starts at nine p.m. and it's six dollars. <laughs> and it, the 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 like the the packaging uh, and uh, the signs are all purple and like a pittance. Six dollars is a pittance. Six for a dollars. Six dollars. <laughs> right. Okay. Half and half curly fries. When you said curly fries, How? I didn't think Arby's. I thought munchie meal. Now, that meal. is insane to me. I thought munchie meal. Well, that's crazy. That means you got a munchie meal problem. Because if you say curly fries... You think Arby's? By me, I feel like most people would say Arby's. Arby's... Curly, curly fries. Your first thought is Arby's. They bet hard on curly fries. They said, oh, we don't even offer another option. Yeah, our sandwiches, they're going to be shit. <laughs> but you know what you're going to come back for? You're going to come back for those goddamn curly fries. And they are good. I would have an Arby's curly yeah. fry, uh, uh, cool, let's say cold-ish. It, it can, okay, so like McDonald's fry, five minutes goes by, Done. you know, yeah. in and out, already not great, but as, as soon as it sits for a while, done. done. Curly fry, 
Even yeah. maybe a waffle fry from Chick-fil-A. It can sit there for a little bit and you can get some enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And I feel the same. I feel that way about an Arby's curly fry. Mm. But for you to go munchy, you know what that tells me? That tells me you got a problem with munchy meals from Jack in the Box. <sighs> I had if your a first problem. thought was <laughs> I haven't you know what? I haven't done live comedy and I also haven't lived in the neighborhood where my bar show was. I had one right. night a week where I would drink. And that was my show that was at a bar. How old are you right now? I'm 31. I'll turn 32 in July. Okay, so this sounds like a thing you were doing maybe in your late 20s a lot. I mean, that may... Yeah, that, for that, five that, years. That checks out. When you become... I mean, I'm 35. Yeah. You start to wave bye-bye to some, of, the, to some of those things. Like this. I think so. Well, now, Becca and I, we have transferred our late-night fast food is just Taco Bell. We pretty much just get like vegetarian shit at Taco Bell now. I respect... Jack in the Box, the least I think of, out of all the fast. <laughs> they killed food. kids. No, they had an E. coli. That's like why they did. Have, they really? That's why they have the Jack. That's why Jack came was because they because <laughs> he had to explain to the parents that their kids were dead. I'm not and they, kidding. No. Yeah, yeah. He came with like a <laughs> a, like, yeah. a trifolded flag <laughs> and his head bowed. Yeah. If we have a fun character, do it. Maybe it'll soft, the gold star the meal at Jack in the Box. Um. <laughs> uh, he he appeared and he kicked all of the Jack in the Box people out of the boardroom in the first commercial after they killed like three kids or something because of an E. coli break in their supply chain or something. And Jack is like, I'm coming to to start my company over. And he like Is that what happened? Yeah, and the and that they it's a big ad campaign. The voice of Jack is the ad guy who came up with the campaign. What year is this? This what happened this in happen? nineteen ninety seven. I can't believe I didn't know that 1996 so their idea of starting over was this goofy they took the mascot and they they reverse ronald mcdonald they didn't phase out the mascot they went whole mascot they, they went whole mascot. back in and he kicks out all the the board members at jack-in-the-box headquarters that's right i'm remembering you remember this ad i kind of remember this ad now. and that was the rebirth of jack-in-the-box as the way and we that was their way of dealing with some dead children from there <sighs> mad men other cigarettes <laughs> other cigarettes give you cancer but lucky strikes they're toasted yeah it was like it's just a shiny distraction jack in the box is bad for you <laughs> my grandma used how, to get me a how, jack in the box burger after school every day how and, uh, are their curly fries though curly fries are okay mm. they specialize i think what they do best is these side items i think their entrees fucking suck and i think that yeah. their little side things like they're like loaded fries thing or like the tacos or things like that. That's kind of what they yeah. do well. You know what a hack premise is? I was just thinking about this. What? Like I just heard a hack punchline. What? I've heard it so many times. What? Uh, that's like finding a curly fry yeah, in your yeah. regular. How many times have you heard that? It's like finding an onion ring in your. Uh, that's what it is. It's like finding an onion ring <laughs> in your. And there'll be some version of that. I feel like I've heard curly fry before, but it's, that's probably wild. Uh, it's it's like uh, I heard of I yeah. heard a well known comic do it like recently not no. live at a show but like I'm like wow. that's how you know a comic doesn't hang out at comedy shows they haven't heard that be echoed throughout every yeah show <laughs> for years yeah. already regardless of what you're doing you need people in your life to be like hey that's been done or, or that's bad or not that you should be relentlessly like you're not funny right because uh, these comics are like I'm successful but someone right. should be like you can do better you can do better <laughs> you can do better yeah it would be like it would be like uh eliza schlesinger or somebody in 2021 <laughs> saying the interwebs 
You know what I mean? It's like, have you not been to an open mic in the last 10 years? You sound like a fourth grader. You know, I'm kind of glad you brought up uh, <clears throat> Jack in the Box. I was, I was going to talk about this on a, on a later episode, but I feel like it kind of fits. I recently came across uh, the Fast Food Awards on Thrillist. Oh. Do you know about this? It's called no. the, the Fasties. The Fasties. Thrillist is, I want to say Thrillist is okay. I've written some things for them before. I was reading uh, Best American Food Writing of 2019, I think. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was, tw- it was probably 2019. Yeah. And uh, something from Thrillist was in there. I'm mm. like, they're accepting good shit. And I know that the one woman that accepts pitches is like, great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, they do like goofy shit like this sometimes. And I think they got accused of stealing this idea from somebody. Like a, maybe a comic tweeted it or something and then... Maybe they ran with it. I don't know if that actually happened, but the things kind of overlapped really closely. I will say that a tweet, a tweet getting stolen. It's if you're, it's our fault for putting uh, tweets on Twitter and not getting yeah. paid for them and not having them copyrighted. <laughs> like that's on us. We're idiots for putting free shit out into the internet, and then for yeah. us to get mad about it yeah. is like okay, <laughs> that's you. You gave this to a company, buddy. I'm two weeks in. All I have to do is go two more weeks. And just let my Twitter die. You'll forget Twitter is there. I think I'm going to do it. I tried to look for you. I tried to tag you in something. And come on. Come up. Don't do that. Don't tell me that. Don't be like, hey, we're having fun on there. You should come back. <laughs> How will people watch my hilarious character comedy videos if I don't post them on things like Twitter? You need it. I need it. I have to. Uh, and I'm a Twitter artist. And I think for someone who has 3,500 followers, I think that's a... It's, not an, it's, it's, it's one where I go, okay, I don't have to be here. You're a writer, though. You're a journalist, and you're like oh, things man. should get kind I don't of like this. So, recycled and shared around, and oh, it's and good. shared around and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, you. Yeah, I think I think kind of people who are in not, you're not. I wouldn't call you a journalist, but in writer Thank world, you. you should be. <laughs> well, you're not a journalist. You're not like. Uh. I think you're for sure not a journalist. Uh, yeah, no, that's 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 spot on. Oh, you're for sure not a journalist. Yeah, I think. Some people will go, sometimes people say food critic, and I go, no. <laughs> that makes but, me think of Jonathan Gold sort of lightly blowing on right, some bisque, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like you don't really do that. I will accept food asshole. Food uh, asshole. I'm, this, this food, food guy. This food asshole. <laughs> I would like to be a food asshole. Do you think I'll? Uh, do you think this podcast will get really huge and I'll be also a food asshole just James, like you? James, I think you're already a food asshole. Okay, great. And I think that it's only a matter of time before people recognize you for it. Are gonna I think s- you're on your way. People are going to sniff this out like pigs who've been trained to find tr- truffles. <laughs> the Fasties uh, is basically an award show, and they award different, uh, uh, you know, like, like best breakfast. Yeah, what best, are the categories? Best, yeah. best breakfast, uh, best chicken nuggets, best onion rings, best fish sandwich, Interesting. Uh, best plant-based meat item. I saw um, I saw Zaxby's on here somewhere, and I was like, "Well, that's best the only time I've ever salad seen salad I've ever had in my goddamn anyone life." Anyone else? But best best breakfast, Chick Fil A, best chicken nuggets, Chick Fil A, best onion rings, Sonic. I like seeing Sonic get some love. The Danny, have you had the breakfast burrito at Chick Fil A? No, I. It's incredible. I fundamentally disagree with breakfast burritos. It's too much food. No, nope. I'd rather have a breakfast taco. I'd rather have a couple breakfast tacos. Chick Fil A. It's the size of a breakfast taco. The, the Is chi- it really? The Chick Fil A breakfast burrito is small, and it has their little tater tots and chicken nuggets in it with egg and cheese and salsa. The salsa is great. I like tater tots, it's really good. A lot of people put tater tots in their breakfast burritos. Yeah, it's good. Do it. Uh, put potato in the breakfast burrito. I want it. Here's here's why I'm bringing this up, and I've 
been guilty of this before, maybe. I've written about it. Uh-huh. Wrote about it in Announce Fries, and I talked a little bit about like fast food discourse and how it's like yeah. kind of a welcome to escapism, but like fast food has like never been more popular. Uh-huh, yeah. And it, this specifically, something like this is something that gets clicks and like ranking yeah. the test Ben, you know, it's right. not buzzfeedy, but it's pretty close. It also is something that all of the economic classes actually do have in common with each other. It's like, every, I love a fast food. Actually, everybody likes fast food. It's true. Whereas there's lots of like fine dining is just completely shut off to like two thirds of, and I haven't written a lot about fast food. Maybe yeah. a few things. Yeah. Whataburger, honey butter, chicken biscuit, more of yeah. a regional chain. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Okay. Aren't these still the bad guys? Do you know what I'm saying? Like fast food. Most of it. Yeah. Right. I think like awarding, like you know, it's you know, this is all, all of this. Well, everything that's written about fast food is free advertising for Chick Fil A, Taco Bell, whatever. And I've been a little bit guilty of it, but even seeing like this award thing, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a shithead about everything, but I'm just like. The These are still the us. enemies. Yeah. The food is killing us. And the food is killing us. It's it's mostly still all, I mean, it's all factory farmed. Yeah. It's like, you know, things that we say, like we're going to be better about. But everybody's got like a, and people that, you know, we're friends with and are like progressives and like uh-huh. I consider myself the same thing. And like, yeah. you know, but we still, we still sell out for fast food real fucking quick. I don't quick. know. It's like, it's, well, it's American culture. And the problem is, is that America is actually not that, Cool, as far as like <laughs> that's true. Uh, let me put it this way: good. I don't know that America yeah. is all that good, and this. I mean, fast food is like a perfect encapsulation of our culture. The, the fact that it is a cultural touchstone, which is why it has an award show, and yes. it's why it makes sense to all of us, is we were yeah. all raised constantly being advertised to and loaded with sugar and sodium and cholesterol, and yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's it's I this think- thing where I think we're sort of chained to this we're shackled to this sort of just by virtue of being americans right uh tom wait said we're chained to the world and we all got a pull and he was talking about uh the golden arches baby he was he was talking about mcdonald's <laughs> i feel like i said this about mcdonald's uh maybe not on this podcast but uh it's uh yeah it is a cultural touchstone and, and i have we all have a specific very enduring reverence for it and I think it's okay to have that and also at the same time want to see it burn to the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I, th- I would be happy if that happened. I don't know. It, it makes me a little bit... Uh, it's weird. It's, it's a little hypocritical, but... Well, you know, quick service has sort of taken up a bigger share of fast food. Unless you count Chipotle and shit like that, Chick-fil-A, as fast food. I understand that it has to exist. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know that I'm in the camp of celebrating it on this level. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, because you that, wouldn't I'm not celebrate that cigarettes. Much of a fan. You wouldn't celebrate like cigarettes. You wouldn't celebrate like uh, things that are dangerous and detrimental to not people's really. health. Or? Also, if they brought back ads for cigarettes, I mean, that'd be all right. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, if you see, if you saw a cowboy on a billboard every so often, I think that'd be pretty cool. Why don't they just put the cigarette cowboy on, like, you know, snuggle? Did your dad smoke? Softener. Did my dad smoke? Oh, I don't know, man. Oh, the, it's the right. The Church You're, of the Nazarene no. people do not drink or smoke. We weren't allowed to go to bowling alleys yeah. for years, Danny, because oh, other people okay. were drinking and smoking. Because that's where the devil hangs out. We weren't allowed to go to movie theaters. They didn't even exchange uh, engagement rings. I'm so sorry. They, they exchanged gold watches when they would get exchange, okay. engaged. 
I was just thinking about how my dad used to uh, smoke Marlboro Reds and spend the miles. You remember Marlboro Miles? No. Currency, baby. No. You cut the back of the pack of cigarettes, okay. and it's like a coupon, basically, okay. and you save up enough things. You get a free pack of cigarettes or a No, like merch. Merch. Oh, yeah. Like hats, jack. I think my dad had like leather jackets and shit. I mean, he smoked a lot of cigarettes. I've been looking for... Vintage cigarette merch. At one point, they just sell you a train. <laughs> this <laughs> like, is a train. This is your train now. You're the conductor. You own a town called Shits Creek. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was looking at cool, like, Camel. Camel had the coolest merch. There's yeah. lots of cool, like, Camel ball caps and jackets on, on Depop and, and stuff like that. <laughs> I want to get into that. Is it possible to flavor something like cigarettes? Oh, you know what it is? I, I saw uh, an episode, very early episode of Bourdain show, mm. the, a cook's tour. Uh, Fuck. That's like yeah. Food Network type shit. Yeah. And he had a meal at Thomas Keller's French mm-hmm. Laundry. And Keller made him something that I think tasted like cigarettes. Oh, weird. For the man who smokes a lot or something. And he was like laughing about it. Interesting. I'm like, how would you even do that? Well, Danny, you know what? All I'm now thinking that restaurant food, you know, chef food, is loaded with salt and butter. And oh, so what's the difference? Decadent. It's almost right. like what's the difference? One is cheap, and you can get poor people right. hooked on it, and the other is just as bad for you to eat all the time. You're supposed to eat everything in moderation, right? What's That's the true, diff, bitch? And <laughs> and I guess you could say too, fast food at least does a bigger service than fine dining, which is that it feeds yeah. people cheaply. Would it kill them to roast some carrots and broccoli? I eat that for a snack at home. You know, why don't they just give me some? Some dark-ass broccoli. James, with- you aren't pulling your ass into a jack-in-the-box for carrots and broccoli. You know why you're there? You're there for the munchie meal. I would f- 100% get, like, a roasted bowl. This is, this, is my, <laughs> this is my fast food thing. Roasted potato chunks, roasted carrot chunks, roasted broccoli florets. And then like some chicken chopped up on top of it. That's your fast food at and home. And a thing. mustard and like a mustard vinaigrette. I would I would get that from a Jack in the Box or something. I would. I'd be like, oh, that kind of looks like that won't tear me up. It looks pretty good. Oh, okay, maybe. The roasted bowl at Jack in the Box. You know what? Eight ninety nine. You know why they don't do it? Why? Because it's not going to sell. It isn't. You know what's going to sell? Chicken tater melt. Whatever the fuck a croissant a croissant and ranch is, that's going to sell. <laughs> James, it is time for Fake Food, Real Food, the part of the show where we review some fake backstabbing, mm-hmm. talking shit behind your back, food, and then uh, some real food from a restaurant or a pop-up or a grocery store, uh, the fake food portion. These, I went back to Roma Market, okay. where we had the sandwich. Oh, up God, in is Al- this banana flavored? Alta, Altadina. It's not. Okay, uh, But uh, just an all-time Italian deli slash grocery. When I think of Italian sweets, I do think of wafers. Wafers. I think of wafers. Okay. Now I have the palate of a Civil War ghost when it comes to desserts. I will. I will fully admit that. I do love a lemon cookie. This is a lemon. Why do I think of? I think of wafers when I think of like Italian desserts. And this is a very light. Go ahead and bite into it. Buongiorno, Principessa. Thank you. Light, airy. Okay. A nice. Uh, Creamy, decadent center. You could house. First of all, that package is open. Uh-huh. I mean, I ate that last night. Uh-huh. I, I ate three fourths of that thing last night, mm-hmm. like fifteen wafers in a row. Inhaled <laughs> it. The cream is great. The wafer. 
It's pretty good. It's not. <laughs> What's the brand? It's Italian. They get that um, Gaston uh, Lago Poker okay. Limon. Now, this is something you would take down with a coffee. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, I really like Biscoff cookies with coffee. Oh, yeah. That's like an Italian breakfast, right? A couple little... Isn't Biscoff what they have at... They have them on Delta flights. They do. Yeah. They sell them at Ralph's. They sell them at Ralph's. I buy them. They're pretty good. I buy them. I love those cookies. They're pretty good. They are... um, Sort of subtly spiced. What's the flavor? Ginger snap? Yeah, they're sort of subtly spiced. They're they're really good with uh, espresso. I love them. Biscoff cookies. This is okay. This is like... I guess I would eat this with coffee. It's a little... I'm going to be honest. It's a little processed for me for coffee. Does that make any sense? Yeah, like you're I not going to have a bag of Sausalitos with your coffee. You want yeah. like a... <laughs> you want something a little <laughs> robust when you're having a coffee? Right. Like you want like a baked something, you know? Right. A little bit. Yeah, you're not like, I'm going to go to the store and get a Milky Way. Coffee and candy. For my coffee. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I like wafers. They've got a bunch of different flavors. Mm-hmm. I got chocolate maybe a couple of weeks ago. Man, Delicious. This, this reminds me of being at my grandma's house, though. Oh, really? Yeah, this is a, this is a big time grandma. I hear you want some of this. And that's kind of the larger point that I'm making, too, is that, like, I <clears throat> I think my taste in, like, dessert is probably not trashy, but, like, not very evolved. <laughs> I like anise. I like lemon. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like root beer barrels. Mm-hmm. Those are good. I like hard candy, James. I almost brought some hard candy here, and I was like, I don't think James is. I don't like candy. You don't strike me as a type of person that's just rolling around a root beer barrel in I his just mouth. I don't like candy. I'll eat a Reese's, my friend. I love Oreos, but I don't like candy. And that's more of a, you could, well, no, I'm not going to say it's a meal, but like, you know what? If you had like two Reese's for breakfast, you would be like, it all almost, right, all right, I, I shut out the door. It almost makes sense. <laughs> it almost makes sense. Dude, I the was The peanut at, butter, there's a little protein there, I, right? Fat. I was at, uh. The store the other day, and I saw this is how dumb people think that we are as men, and they're right. I saw a protein bar called Builder. Oh, God. And the flavor is like cookies and cream. They're selling like candy. Yeah. But it's like, that's what all that show. Yeah. Get fucking ripped on cookies and cream. That's what a cliff bar is. A cliff bar is like a guy hanging off a mountain and you like eat it. And it's like, this is just like if mom was like, I made sweets today. That guy falls off that fucking mountain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I have. That's how that story ends. He falls and dies. One time I was having a panic attack and we were like, quick, eat something. And we like ran into a 7-Eleven. My wife's trying to help me. And I bought a Cliff Bar. And then like we, I'm eating it and I, I down the whole thing. And then we look at it and it says caffeine on the side. And I'm like, oh, fuck. These actually jack you up. <laughs> this is like what makes you think you can walk all the way to the top of, you know, the Griffith Park Mountain or whatever. I do think there's legit nothing sadder than a power bar. Like reducing your meal into yeah. a brick uh, is just get a juice. Get a juice. If you're replacing a meal, don't replace it with a like if they took a fig newton and made <laughs> it more disgusting. James, the real food that we ate today was uh from I think I'm saying this right, Ted On. Mm-hmm. I heard the woman answer the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh it's a bakery in well, there's one in Glendale. It's an Armenian bakery in Glendale and in Hollywood. This is a go-to for me, and it needed to be a go-to today. We had plans. We were going to get egg slut this morning, 
But James had to reschedule to do comedy Bang Bang, and I told you to tell Scott Ackerman to fuck himself and to <laughs> and to cancel and to get your priorities straight and your head all the way out of your ass. <laughs> but uh, you <laughs> stabbed me in the back and did comedy Bang Bang. So we had to. I, I had to. I had to improvise real quick. And uh, uh, this is like right next to me. The food's ready instantly. First of all, I think Armenian bread is tops for me. Oh. Out of every culture that does yeah. bread, I don't know. It's like it's cheap. It's delicious. Yeah. It's so fucking cheap, dude. Yeah. It's the price. Some of that in front of you is the price of a candy bar. It's insane. And and these are like these are serious like things. Like all yeah. of this that I look at in front of me, these are. These are full servings. Like, talk about wanting something with coffee. Yeah. These are full servings, almost more than you would want. More than a cup of coffee. It's, it's, oh, so the spicy cheese Bjork is, I think, the best thing that they do. It's really yummy. And it's $4.50. Uh, it's like, it's not meant to be this way, but it reads a little trendy to me, too, because it's this big, like, boat looking. Yeah. Uh, cheese and peppers stuffed bread yeah. that they cut in half down the middle and they serve it to you. It's like a cross section. Yeah. Like when you see Binging with Babish, he always cuts the thing in half and shows it to you. Yeah. That's like a very Instagram, YouTube-y thing to do. And I like these old Armenian men and women are just like handed to you that way. And I'm like, this is like great. Yeah. It's like what you should be doing. For sure. Um, Instagram that shit. Uh, but it, it's delicious. And that spicy cheese Bjork, they throw in this old oven. Mm-hmm. It's got like layers to it. There's like tiers and stuff. And whatever you order, they put it on a. It's like pretty much like ordering pizza that's already been made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get a pizza shop and they just like throw it in the oven real quick. Yeah. So you got it a little bit later, but uh, when that thing comes right out of the oven, dude, for four fifty, I mean, you're like good. That's like lunch. Yeah. It it was. It, I mean, even having it a little colder, it was it was delicious. I I really liked it. We, it um, the bread itself is. I was sort of. I was expecting it to be more of a glutinous bread, like to really pull and shit because of the oh. pe- the pizza-ness of it. I was like, oh, is this like a really tossed out dough? And then it's right. it's more, um, what does it remind me of? It's more in the direction of like a potato roll or something like that. It's a yes. little more dense. Well, like a lot of the things that we, so the, the Lamajun is basically um, like a thin pita with like a, a, a Beef spread. It's got like onions, peppers. I loved and, that. You told right. me to roll that That's up fair. and just like yeah. chomp you, it like a cigar. And yeah. I did. It was delicious. <laughs> you were like, how do I eat it? And every time I get one, I just roll it up nice and tight and just. I ask eat that it. every time I go anywhere. How I do like, I eat this? Yeah. I Interesting. I, I roll the dice on like cuisines that I don't know anything about. I'll just walk in somewhere. And it was I interesting that your instincts didn't kick in. Well, I don't want to do. There's. It's really. Don't trust your instincts. <laughs> I've learned this as like. Uh, like straight yeah. white dude. It's like, don't trust your instincts sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the first time you had a tamale, you ate the whole thing with the husk and everything, or like... Oh, my brother did that. Did he? With, I, know with his, else, with I, his crew. I know someone else that did the same thing. And, yeah. and you know, you do something like you go to a Japanese restaurant and someone serves yeah. you a delicious thing on, on rice and then you dump soy sauce on it. Yeah. And then my, my, yeah. my Chinese friend takes me aside and he's like, that's like... Uh, yeah. You know that's like dumping ketchup on someone's mashed potatoes when they invited you over <laughs> to your house. <laughs> It's like, okay. He's like, wrong condiment, wrong time. Yeah. So, like, you, you, you right. have a couple of these embarrassing cultural moments where you, you were unintentionally disrespectful. So, when I see this thing, I'm like, oh, maybe I hold it awkward to pay homage to the wonderful baker who made right. me this. That's like, you know what? Two-handing it. Speaking of those little faux pas and, like, you yeah. know, 
Americans eating. Yeah. Uh, different foods. Uh, like when you get naemingyeon, like the North Korean cold noodle, a lot oh, of yeah. times they will, without you asking, come over and uh, use scissors to cut it for you. I think they do it a lot for white people. For white people. I've also seen, you know, older Koreans in that restaurant, uh-huh. ham hung, yeah. ask to get it cut. Yeah. But there's just something so funny <laughs> about walking over to somebody like, Oh, do you want me to get my scissors out and cut it for you? Is it too long? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just think you want mommy to cut the chicken up into chunks. Yeah, here you go. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no wrong way to eat uh, Lama June. Most of their stuff is so there's Biorex, which are stuffed, sort of what you accurately described as like kind of like potato roll ish. Yeah, that's that's sort um, of the <clears> texture. It's like uh, spinach, meat, cheese, the spicy one, spicy cheese. Uh, and then there's a lot of things that are um, on flatbreads. Uh, the Lama June's one. I think Manish is the other one. And that is like... Is that is this... The, that's the herb-crusted one that you're... Yeah. It's, it's like oil and a lot of herbs and lemon and uh, I think sesame seed as well. I, and it's, I thought this was very delicious. Me too, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is really good. It's just got a nice tart flavor to yeah. it. Again, I would eat lemon for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Like, oh, yeah. I, if something has lemon flavor on it, lemon I'm goes. fucking in. But I have a question. Yeah. Are these spices... <clears throat> I'm getting dried spice flavor. Are these spices fresh when they go on and then they get dried in the oven? Like, they get baked? Could be. I'm not I'm not sure. Or they go on dry? I would be surprised if they went on dry, because that's the type of shit that would get caught in your throat. Or would but they do burn, taste, they, right? They taste dried. They do taste dry, but it's, yeah. it doesn't... Um, it doesn't. Uh, you would think with this much herb, dried, that it would be overwhelming and yeah. muddy. And it's not. It's very evenly seasoned yep. somehow. It's maybe that's the citrus. You know what the word for this food is? Nourishing. It Nourishing. is a meal. Um, it is cheese, meat, bread. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's a great service. Oh, to yeah. people who are fucking dead broke. Like, you know you can walk into an Armenian bakery mm-hmm. and eat for very cheaply. I fucking yeah. love it. Also, I've been to all those bakeries in, let's say, Little Armenia area. Mm-hmm. Sassoon, Papillion. Oh, yeah? Mush is one. I Gold, Gold Star, I think, is the other one. Gold Star Bakery. I've been to all of them. Oh, yeah? For my money, this is the best one. Well. Ted on. Is great. Their tahini cookie's not that great. I think Sassoon does a better one. They almost like, uh, I, and I like tahini and like. As I a, thought it was going to taste like um, like an almond cookie you get from from like it's a little uh, drier and more Chinese plain. restaurant. Yeah. yeah, it was just it just seems like, and that's the only miss for me. But I'm like everything else is fucking. It's great. kind of funky. I wasn't expecting a cookie that looks like a peanut butter cookie. Sassoon Bakery to be funky. Yeah, yeah, I know, that's a little weird. Sassoon Bakery, they'll do that with a tahini cookie, but I think there's, they might also like. Dip it in sugar or something, uh, pat it in sugar, so you get some like. So it makes a little more sense. They dessert it. It up. really announces that it's a dessert. Oh yeah, and you got to like counterbalance that tahini with sugar, or it's just gonna taste like tahini, which is right. like, here, try my, uh, try my ketchup cookie. I'm going back. I go. This is a place I go to once a week. It's right there. If I'm ever confused, I'm like, oh no, it's one o'clock. I forgot to eat. Mm-hmm. It just sometimes happen. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna fast today, and it's one o'clock, and I'm like, if I don't eat something, I'm gonna punch a hole through yeah. my wall. Uh, this is the place I go to. So so I go once a week. It's a little out of the way for you, but there's one in Glendale. James, when are you going back? Uh, next time I'm driving by, this is similar to Roma. If I am driving by, I'm probably going to stop in because I need yeah. to know about uh, $5 
Um, I'm dying. I'm having a panic attack. I need to eat something. <laughs> right. I need to know about that on every block of Los Angeles yeah. if I'm driving away That's, from something. Yeah, you need to have an emergency. So to, and also, I'm I'm a, I'm a big guy on uh, street food. I think this classifies yeah. as a street food because everything is yeah. shaped for your hand to immediately pick up and eat. Yes. And um, that is very appealing to me. I love things that are designed for your hand. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, I'll go back, uh, say, uh, a few weeks. All right. Yeah. That's good. A few weeks is good. That's a yeah. good That's a good review. I'm still getting used to the like Armenian and Lebanese flavor profile. I never had that until I moved here where right. there's lots of people making that stuff. And I love it, but it's still a thing where I have to – it's like sometimes I have to tell myself, like, no, you don't actually want Chick-fil-A. You're going to be immediately hungry. And I have to like – punch down something right. that I have as a childhood craving. And it's like, no, we're going to replace this with a trip to Tehran. Is that what did I say right? Uh, Tehran. Tehran? I think it's on. Tehran. Tehran? I think on is like, no. Tehran? Because I kept saying Tehran. And Tehran. then she answered the phone and said, Yeah, I'm here to eat at Tehran. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to Tehran. Let's go to Tehran. God. Why, if it shouldn't feel so good to butcher things in a Pittsburgh accent, but... Hey, it okay. does. Hey, check out Tanan. There's one in Glendale. There's one in Little Armenia. It's really good. James, our special topic of the day. Somebody sent this to me. Garth's Breakfast Bowl. I sent this to you. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <sighs> Woof. I learned a lot. I learned that Trisha Yearwood is married to Garth Brooks. I of learned course. that I learned that Trisha Yearwood has a show. Has a cooking show that films in Nashville, Tennessee. I yes. Not, I so did. does Martina McBride let Freedom Ring. Does it, also, does, does it film in Nashville? I think that one also films in Nashville. Um and then I learned <clears throat> that Garth cooks breakfast and when he does, it includes tortellini. It is a bowl of food. That is eggs, bacon, sausage, tater tots, sharp cheddar, and tortellini. What I would describe as looking like a, a pile of food. Can I read the... It looks like, if you remember in Arrested Development, the Skip Scramble. It looks like a Skip Scramble. It looks like the Skip Scramble from Arrested Development. Can I read what she wrote? Yeah, sure. That I think it made it to the book. Uh, this is the little... And you see a lot of... I love reading these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I roll my eyes and I go, God, I can't believe we're publishing this shit. But uh, this is what people like, and uh, it's what she says about the bowl. She says, Garth likes to cook breakfast. It's wonderful to sleep in, wake up to the smell of bacon cooking. Don't be too jealous, but he always has a fresh pot of coffee already made, too. What a great husband. He created this breakfast bowl because he wanted something really hearty. He's the first person I've met who puts pasta with eggs and bacon. What? Have you ever had a carbonara? If it, or he goes, but it works, and it tastes great. If you're if you're not all that hungry, all the better if you're going to eat one of these breakfast bowls. Don't worry. If you can't finish it, Garth will come by later and clean up in the quotes. As Garth it, Brooks is going to come to your house and <laughs> lick all of your cutlery and plates. Yeah, there's if you just can't finish something. Like a mama cat, Garth Brooks will lick you. I like that he would be there in an instant, too. Yeah. You, you call him up. Oh, he's bored. Garth, we couldn't finish. Couldn't finish dinner. He's like, all right, I'll be, I don't even know what he sounds like. All right, I'll be right there. Uh, tortellini. That's bizarre. On top of... A filled pasta is a bridge too far. If it had been... See, here's the thing. A pasta. If it was a pasta dish, 
just go pasta dish. You're just te- you're just picking tortellini. This is you know what, Danny? We're getting awfully close to a munchie meal here. We oh god. We have we are we are approaching yeah. the kitchen sink, and we are throwing everything into it. So I just pitched something uh, about this to the takeout, and <clears throat> I am not an advocate of this, but this is forcing me to like draw a line oh. somewhere mm. because I I have written about mm-hmm. spaghetti pie, and what is that? Yeah. Well, it's. It's not necessarily you know bacon and sausage, but it is eggs, whisked eggs. It's it's uh, you know uh, peppers, onions, vegetables, pasta. You bake it together, it comes out in like a nice little pie. Yeah. I mean, it is putting pasta into a frittata. Yeah, and I think it's a great dish. Yeah, I mean, is tortellini that much different? I mean, mm. there's tempano, yeah. which is uh, a classic Italian dish. I old school thing they cook in that movie The Big Night okay or just Big Night with Stanley Tucci and God, Oliver remember. Platt no well he might be in it somebody else uh, God what's his brother's name I don't remember it's not Emilio Estevez it's Tony Shalhoub it's Tony Shalhoub Tony Shalhoub Tony, did you see me figure that out Emilio Estevez no <laughs> Tony Shalhoub and, wow. uh, they I'm make... always getting those two confused I don't know if I am Tony Shalhoub was so good in Breakfast Club is that him See, you know, it was Emilio Estevez. Oh, it was St. Elmo's Fire. Tony Shalhoub is great in St. Elmo's Fire. But and Tempa- the Mighty Ducks. Timpano is a thing that's like, you are baking hard-boiled eggs, brujol, pasta, all these different kitchen sink things mm. into like a pie, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a Greek dish, too. I think it's pastizio. Mm. It's like a lasagna that has pasta in the middle of it. I'm like, baking pasta. But here's the, thing. The, here's the thing. This is not baked. This is piling all the ingredients, I think, on top of one another. Yeah, this is... It's a bowl of like... It's being sold as like a bachelor kind of throw-it-together thing, but it's also... This is a married-in-love dish. Uh, This is is my husband is is cooking (laughs) breakfast and has a pot of coffee. Yes, but it is... It's Garth's... It's Garth's kitchen sink breakfast bullshit. It's not Trish's. I like that she's like... He makes breakfast in the morning, but it's like, but Garth, like, I mean, this is for Garth. Yeah. And you're, you just happen to be there. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're the one dying for that. I, I read, God, this is amazing. Uh, they talked to her about it uh-huh. for People Magazine. Okay. And uh, part of this interview is so fucking funny to me. Read it. Uh, they go, we have to know. I feel like every question on People yeah. Magazine is, we have to know. Yeah. <laughs> we have to know, is Garth still making his famous breakfast bowl? And then Trisha says, all the time. For years, I would say, it's really more of a compilation than a recipe. And then I realized it kind of offended him. So now I say it's an intricate recipe. You have to scramble the eggs. You have to cook the bacon and sausage. It's almost a brunch thing. That is so funny to me. Because, like, <laughs> he was making it and was like, I'm doing this really. And she was like, this is not. This is less of a recipe yeah. and more of a, like, she knows. A plate of food. Garth, you've just piled a bunch of, you've just stacked food on top of yeah. one another. It's not like you made yeah. something. And then he must have been like, well, I'm, well, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is so cute and funny. Garth, this is five plain dishes that yeah. you just you just, you yeah. just roll them all together. Yeah, you bought sandwiches from two different places and then stacked them on top of one another. You didn't cook dinner, Garth. Garth cooked. 
Here's your curly fries on the Jack in the Box burger. How did Tortellini end up in Garth's breakfast bowl? Here she says. He loves it and makes it into so many things he makes. I stopped telling him he's crazy because everything he suggested that I add Tortellini to has been great. Huh? Trish is saying this. There's a recipe in my second book called Country Quiche, which is basically a really hearty breakfast quiche. Garth said I should put Tortellini in it, and I said, you're nuts. I made one. Wa- I made one with and one without, and the one with tortellini was better. Letting him near a cookie recipe with tortellini would be a mistake, but otherwise, I'm open to suggestions. How funny is it that Trisha is cooking things and Garth is like, "Hey, uh, you know, we make this a lot better, right?" <laughs> Put some tortellini in there. Trisha's down home tortellini chess pie. God, the, 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 this is. This is so funny. My husband what is if- great. My husband's great. He has one weird thing. He <laughs> insists on adding tortellini to any dish. To everything. To everything. What a peculiar... He brings a package of pre-cooked tortellini to the Mexican restaurant and yep. says, toss these in the enchiladas <laughs> for us. Can I get some salsa to dip my tortellini There is in, nothing please? that tortellini can't improve, is what he's... It's kind of insane. It's insane. That's insane. It's like... A carb-filled pasta. You can't put it in everything. But he's had to suggest it for so many other things. Yeah. For like a soup, I could get it. You know, it make the soup better. I get it because it's... Put uh, some tortellini in the, there. The idea is like, oh, you, you apply it the way that you would apply a chicken wonton or something. The way, like, it, it's like a dumpling almost. And you could like, you can yes. add that to a broth or you can add that to... To just by itself, you could like f- kind of like lightly sear them on the bottom and steam them or something like 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 gyoza. Right. I get that a little bit. No, but what you're saying, but it, it stops yeah. at soup. It stops at it stops, it stops at broth. It stops at the medium that would cook it. Yes. If you're cooking it separately and adding it to something that's not just some fucking sauce, you're out of your goddamn. That is also true. Like with the breakfast bowl, like what you're just plain tortellini. You just pop it in your mouth like shrimp. Like it needs sauce. It needs yeah. moisture somewhere. It's shaped. where are you getting that from in the breakfast bowl? Is it ketchup? You know ketchup's going on that breakfast bowl. <sighs> you have to. I think there's hash browns in it. Yeah. So that's already inviting ketchup, hot sauce. It's insane. Hey, Garth, it's a little insane. I'm just saying, Garth, I'm, no wonder you're fat. Nope. I, I, I don't want to. Is he fat? I don't want to shame him. He's puffy. He's a little puffy. My boy Garth is a little puffy. <clears throat> he's He's a far cry from. The sex symbol that he was in the mid-90s, I'll tell you that. Does this happen to every guy where they just get... No, it doesn't. But you see a lot of men, I think my... They leave my dad industry is one. and they... You get in your puff 40s out. and 50s and you're just like, you know what? It is all about food now. It is all about that food. That is, I'm a foodie. Well, we all have... It's, it probably explains why fast food is the way that it is and we have like favorites for it is because yeah. we have lots of things in our addictive society because humans are naturally... Most humans are naturally addictive to something. We have vices. You have to identify a vice you can manage because everybody needs to sort of like feed that gator in the pit of your mind, you know? And yeah. I think food is kind of the one that a lot of people feel like I I'm fi- I can I can make my addiction food. I can I can I can soothe and medicate with food. Many people in my yeah. family that's the only thing that they do is eat like shit, because they don't right. have they don't have another thing. They don't have yes. fitness. They don't have cigarettes. They don't have yes some other weird thing. They don't have like a weird competitive greed. They don't have that thing. You know they 
That's true. Yeah. yeah, a need to be seen constantly. Yeah, they don't have our They're, stupid attention whore thing. Right. Oh, we've got like we've got like five things. <laughs> it's insane. I told you this recently. I did my first show in a year, and I'm driving home, and my adrenaline's kicking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, this has always been drugs. I've been doing heroin for yeah. ten years. Yeah. That's a long time my to be doing heroin. My therapist asked me one time, like, why would you do, why, what drives a person to want to do, why do you need to pin everyone down and make them listen to Lady, you? Lady, have you ever felt a rush? <laughs> have you ever felt a rush? <laughs> this is something you, like, when I talk yeah. to my brother sometimes, I'm like, hey, you've never, like, been in front of, like, a 300 people and, like, I mean, that have should... a joke kill. Yeah. It's addictive it should also tell you like the mental state that it takes to get into comedy is like <laughs> comedy is also not enough yeah. you also want to be like a smoker and an alcoholic right that's what i'm saying like Four a or five drug things. user we have so many friends who <clears throat> die of heroin literally yeah. heroin yeah and fentanyl and shit mm-hmm. cocaine mm-hmm. because co- even comedy's not enough I, we're all addicted to something you know i didn't smoke weed for five or six months oh yeah and then sunday night i was doing selling pasta and I was like, I gotta clean the kitchen. Yeah. I always clean Sunday night. Yeah. And uh, like, I like a lot. And I was like, mm. I want to be high for this. Interesting. And I got high and did it, and I had the same joint, and I got super high on Monday, and then yesterday was four twenty, and I got so blazed all day, and uh, I ate, I, was, <laughs> I ate like shit last night. I had, I told you, I had two different wow. portions of pasta. Yeah. I had tagliatelle and anchovy butter. Yeah. And then I had butternut squash ravioli. Yeah. That I'm fucking with, and I made like a lemon cream sauce, and then I ate what you're not seeing of those lemon wafers, like 17 wafers. Uh-huh. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, well, I need some Tums. That was a real bad situation. <laughs> That's tied to with weed, too. I, yeah. I think the last couple of days, I've really been like, settle into your addictions again. And I'm like, oh, God, you got to stop. You got to yeah. keep those things at bay. Well, weed's kind of the only okay one. <laughs> weed seems I to like know. do the... It doesn't make me a better person. It doesn't, That's no. something I think about... You can do without it. I, I haven't smoked Something I think about a lot. million years. Is I'm getting older. Is does this make me a better person? Yeah. And when I'm high, I go, "What is that person like?" And I'm like, "Well, you keep missing your mouth when you go to drink water. <laughs> is that a bad guy? I don't know if it's right. a bad guy. I think people will talk about that guy and be like, "Yeah, oh, Danny, he's an idiot, but he's got a heart of gold." And I'm like, yeah. "I think I want to be better than that." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Something I think about, uh, Garth. I get it. You know. I yeah. think uh, we all want to. We all want our own breakfast bowl with tortellini in some in some way or another. You're eating a fucking, you know, I don't know if that's any worse than eating a a, a, a munchy which combo. I haven't touched. <laughs> Garth clearly, Garth clearly does this tortellini shit every meal. He like tries to right. like. Trisha turns her back. Oh, there's there's tortellini in the <laughs> yeah. There's tortellini in oh, the oatmeal. She puts it in a quiche. In a quiche. Now that now that now that is a step. Further than what I do with spaghetti pie. We're going from putting spaghetti into a frittata to a stuffed pasta, but I still think it's too much, right? It's weird. It's just gluttonous. It's just fucking weird. I battle this a it's lot. It's not even, it doesn't make any sense. It's weird, yeah. Trisha. You need to leave thing. him. You this, need to leave him, girl. You know how much this conversation would hurt Garth's feelings if we were like, yeah. You are such a stupid asshole for putting tortellini. In your breakfast bowl, which is something that I really believe yeah. to be true. But I'm like, oh, is that pretentious? Should I just let him eat whatever the fuck he wants? Garth's listening to this podcast. Yeah, you should let him eat whatever he wants. 
Garth's listening to his podcast and getting offended. He goes over to a mirror or like a, a, a still pool of water and he goes, why are they making fun of me? And then Chris Gaines looks up at him and he's like, they're not making fun of you. They want to be you. It's cool to put tortellini in anything, friend. And then he's like, you're right, Chris, you're right. Then he comes back out empowered because Chris Gaines <laughs> looked back at him in his reflection and told him, put tortellini in your butt, Garth. Put it all the way in your butt. Chris Gaines is just hanging out at his his house. Chris Gaines is is the golem. He's he's the other one. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. In, in every reflection he catches he's like having a bad day and he's frowning, he looks in the mirror, and Chris Gaines is smiling like the Joker. <laughs> he's like you know, it's 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 his uh it's like Willem Dafoe and Spider Man. Yeah. Come on. I get it. I get it. Uh I think it's bad. I think it's a bad idea, but it is very fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like that that he got offended a little bit because yeah. she was like, calling it a compilation is really funny. A compilation is like Com- not the word either. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's like an album. Yeah. <laughs> of like, that's a collection of hits. Well, they're, fl- right. they're country music stars. They're calling things. This is like a compilation. This is a, I, I say it's a pile. What you, there's, a pile. A, there's sometimes food you look at and you yeah. go, what you have done, sir, is create a pile of food. She, at least she called it a bowl. She called it a bowl. The pitcher, and you did you you saw the pitcher, right? Yeah. The pitcher is so bad. It is. Uh, it's a miserable dish. It makes me sad to look at it. Okay, there we go. That's what I was looking for. Sometimes it, food makes you sad. It makes me sad to look at it. Yeah. I, it makes me think, Garth, how the mighty have fallen. What are you going through? I want to take you fishing. I want to tell you it's going to be all right. I want to hold you and tell you you're going to be fine. That song, Friends in Low Places, turned out to be yeah. about him. Yeah, it, exactly. Sorry, Garth. James, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can find me at Shrimp Jadge on Twitter and Instagram. That's Shrimp, J-A-J. And uh, you can also listen to my podcast, What Things Are What Things, where we try to find out what things are what things. And, yes, as Danny mentioned, I'll be on an uh, a comedy bang bang that'll probably come to out say that or not. Uh, before uh, whatever. I don't know. We'll edit that out if if I'm not on it. If they somehow delete me from it, well, this That'd is be gonna, hilarious this is, if they did. This is gonna air tomorrow. Oh well, shit. Well, I'm it, sure it's fine. It's true that I did record a segment on comedy bang bang. Yeah, now, there's was nothing. it published? That's up to the future yeah. to decide. Yeah, and I will I will still let my statement stand. Scott Ackerman, stay the hell away from my podcast host. Scott, you are wonderful and gracious. and He's got a job to do. I'll come back whenever you want. I'll throw Danny under a fucking bus to get on <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang again. Uh, my name is Danny Palumbo. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Palumbros. I sell pasta out of my apartment on Sundays. I am coming to Austin, Texas, May 4th through 8th to do shows. Uh, I wish a lot of I wish it was at a club or something, but it's just local bullshit. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so if you want to come to a show, I don't know, hit me up. Sometimes people hit me up on Instagram. And they're like, hey, where are you performing? You can do that. I, it's not like there's enough people beating down my door where I can't answer you. So if you want to know. Oh, you know, man, I hung out with you the other day. It was like the Beatles leaving Ed Sullivan. Oh, God. They had, they had young women crawling all over our limousine. <laughs> You're a very in-demand personality. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Macaroni Zone, and goodbye. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. Macaroni's out.